everyone. Welcome to Never Seen. Oh? Ne- oh? Welcome to Never Seen It. <laughs> Welcome to Never Seen It. All right, let's start this over. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Never Seen It, a podcast where I force my friends to watch a movie they've never seen or they gently ask me to watch a movie I've never seen. Today, I'm joined by Tracy and one time a stripper kissed me. Alex, and two years ago, I met um, America's Next Top Model, Niall DeMarco. He's beautiful. He was out at like a, what was it, Barton Springs in Austin. And I kept looking at him and I was like, this dude's freaking hot. Like, who is he? And then I was like, oh my God, that's America's Next Top Model, Niall DeMarco. Um, sorry for the sidetrack. Uh, on this podcast, I've never seen The Wedding Singer. Shame. <laughs> so i thought 500 days of summer was bad (laughs) this This is is worse this is awful no there's another movie that's worse but i won't say now we'll get after with that later yeah how come you've never seen this movie so growing up i was a robin williams and jim carrey type of child right was not an adam sandler child Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> we were we were all diva we were all three <laughs> <laughs> i feel like big daddy was always on and i just like didn't like that movie i was oh. like mm, i don't get it i love that movie but i will say my favorite adam sandler movie like is probably eight crazy nights that's a random one. That is I, so I random. Because we didn't care for that one. I didn't care for that one. <laughs> now well, I'm like, we now know I'm... Alex's genre now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's weird. I always thought that was so weird to me that you liked that movie because I remember seeing it and I wasn't into it. Now I'm like, oh, it's hilarious. But that's so random to me. Yeah. But yeah. to be honest, I, I'm i trying to remember who even showed us The Wedding Singer. I'm sure it was my dad. Yeah. I feel like it was on movie channels yeah. and my dad was laughing at it and and that, we just I, I think it was it. dad that got us into all those comedies. Yeah. So, I mean, we were just like forced to watch them and then they just became movies that we grew up with that we watched all the time. Right. I don't know the order, but we were always constantly watching Billy Madison. Yeah. We were always watching The Wedding Singer. Yeah. I've seen like Billy Madison. I haven't seen Happy Gilmore. Oh, my um, God. I love that. I feel like I've seen The Water Boy. Little Nikki, like when I was a little bit older that one of my friends showed it to me and I could not. Stop laughing at the dude that has the boobs on his head. <laughs> oh, my God. It's the, the best. best. Yeah. The best. So, like, yeah, there. I guess I've I've seen, like, half Adam Sandler movies um, and half not. And, like, The Wedding Singer is a, is a not. Right. But you've seen Fifty First Dates. Yeah. Right? Did you like that one? Uh, I guess so. Oh, you watch it. So, so like, if you like the their chemistry there. Yeah, I know how like great their chemistry is because I've seen them like on talk shows, and I just love their friendship. And Drew Barrymore is just like so cute. Yeah, I'm excited because yeah. you're gonna see it blossom like for real. It's so wonderful, and you you see the instant chemistry. And this is in '95, okay? Okay. So, um, I mean, it's just fantastic. It's, I I don't know. It's it's a it's a really good like. So yeah, he had all those other ones. I'm not sure the order. We're gonna have to go back and look it up. But when that one came out, it was just he's he's really good at rom coms. Um, but okay, so what do you know about the movie? Just from I don't know from I guess it's not really in pop culture a lot, but I don't think so. I honestly like can't even think of anything that I know. I think I know that he makes a, a song for her because I saw them on some late night show and he oh, came it must out. Must have been Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, and he like sang it and she was like crying. 
Um, so I was like, oh, their friendship Aww. is so cute. You'll get why she's crying when you see it. Yes, okay, definitely. yeah. But other than that, I don't know. When I think of the wedding singer, I guess I was thinking, like, I think of Night at the Roxbury for some reason. Did they come out at the same time? Those um, Night at the Roxbury probably a little later. Like, the wedding singer wasn't an SNL, uh, an SNL like, spinoff. But, like, a lot of the 90s movies yeah. that were coming out. I mean, it was around the same time. I think maybe, probably the same time, I think. It's nothing like that movie. <laughs> no, it is nothing like that. I mean, it has great humor like that. Yes. But not entirely. It actually has a better plot. It has heart. <laughs> They're not delusional. Yeah. That movie is just fantastic. Though. I mean, yes, that one is a great movie. That's another one we would constantly watch. Yeah. We're, we're all too young for these movies. Yes. And we, we were watching did not them. understand them. Until now, which I think is hilarious. I can't remember if I've mentioned like Ace Ventura on the podcast before. I probably have because I like love Jim Carrey. Yes. Um, but like when I was younger, I thought the both Ace Venturas were one movie. <laughs> you just combined them. Yeah. And so I would get upset when I wouldn't see one part in one and not in the other. Um, now watching it as an adult, I'm like, ooh, this did not age well. Right. <laughs> but God, I still love Jim Carrey. See, we didn't watch that one constantly. No, I think I saw that like twice in my life. A couple times. We were too young to understand. Yeah. But the wedding singer has just been a constant thing. And that's, I guess, it's a very, I mean, maybe because we've seen it a thousand times, like yeah. legit. Probably a thousand times. Like, we times. put it on all the time. That's probably yeah. why Candace, who was here earlier, like, was like, oh, my God, y'all <sighs> yeah, made me watch forced, that movie all we the time. forced her. But um, it's so line-worthy. Yeah, it's got a, good, a lot of good it quotes. It's really great. And it's just, well, and the music, too. Yes. Especially because you, I mean, it's, it's the I don't 80s? know. I was going to ask her, do you know what decade it's taking place in? Do you know it's Isn't like it a, the 80s? It is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which it's I a think perfect. You're going to respect that a lot. Yeah. Because the soundtrack is so good. You know? So good. You're gonna download the soundtrack after you watch okay, it. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So we were uh, we were just rewatching Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion for like the thousandth time, right? Um, and like part of the reason why I love that movie is because like I love '80s music. I don't know like what it is <laughs> about the '80s. Um, like that synth pop is great. It's for just me. so. It was so much better then. <laughs> yeah, it, like okay. As a historian, historically, the eighties were not better. They were in a great recession yeah. as well. The Reagan era was not the best. Right. Um, the music. <laughs> the music was just. And there's popping. like a reason why I think now, like music is starting to sound like borrows from the eighties a lot, and yeah. like it's just this mm-hmm. fun poppiness um, that comes along with it. Like my summer song. What? Well, well, I don't know when this is coming out, but my, my summer song of 2020 was uh beach boys kokomo yes <laughs> like i love it so much um but yeah so i'm excited now for the would you say it's like um uh take me home tonight um kind of similar it, yeah it has a lot of 80s references it's very nostalgic dope great soundtrack you're gonna make sure like do i have this song on my library you're gonna want to make sure uh, because honestly, this is where I I fell in love with a lot of bands in it. You got The Cure in it. You got Psychedelic Furs. Like all those. Uh, oh, you have my favorite Bruce Springsteen song in this movie, and it's it's just so good. It's I I would compare it to that pretty much. Yeah, because it's it's just a fantastic way to like bring up the '80s real loud. Like you know how like Stranger Things does it very like. Yeah, that's why I love Stranger. Very Things. realistic. Yeah. But this one, it's like, oh man, it's like the hair everywhere. Like it's it's really. It's- oh, so my mom graduated in 1987, and um, her class song was Saint Elmo's Fire, which <gasps> oh I have not God. I have not seen either the movie. Okay. So. 
It's good. Put it's it on the a list. great one. It's all over the place, but it's really good. It is. Her uh, her class colors were hot pink and turquoise. And I was like, could your class have been any more like 80s? 80s? Seriously. 87. Wow. Because our mom, our mom graduated in 83, right? Yes. Yeah, because she, yeah, 80, she got married in 85. Such a good year. I always think 85. Yeah. Eight, and that's what this movie takes place in 1985. Uh, <laughs> okay. You have, are you, is there something you're curious about? We've kind of talked a little bit about like the plot or anything. You want to go in completely blind? Have you seen a preview ever? I don't think I've ever seen a preview. Of course, I know what the movie is. Like, isn't like Drew Barrymore, isn't she getting married and he's the, the wedding singer um, and he gets upset? Doesn't he like make a, um, like a dumb song where he like bitches at her? He does, yes. but it's not but it has, what you're it's saying. It's not what you think. It's yeah. not what you think. It's really great. I'm this so excited. This is one I of the, am like, so excited. This is too. one of those movies that, of course, like Adam Sandler has such distinct movies. Um, and so, like, how can you not know that, like, you know the wedding singer is Adam Sandler. But it's not like when we did Jaws, it was like, oh, we know. <laughs> we obviously know what's going on in Jaws when we, like, even though we haven't seen it because it's so, like, such in pop culture. And I feel like the wedding singer isn't in pop no. culture, like, mm-hmm. other than. Oh, it's Adam Sandler. Yeah, it's definitely a big, like, if you look at Adam Sandler's, like, filmography, it's a fucking huge one. Because, yeah. again, I feel like it it really brought up this, like, new, like, because, yeah, he had Billy Madison, he ha- had Happy Gilmore. This one, I mean, those are somewhat, they're not rom-coms. Like, this one is straight up a yeah. rom-com. Yeah. Those are, like, silly funny, and they've got a, he has a love interest. But, and they're kind of stupid funny, but you love it. Yeah. But... I feel like this one has so much heart in, ev- in, in behind everything. And I think that's what we loved about this movie um, because the chemistry is really beautiful. And, you know, when I saw 50 First Dates, I fell completely all in love all over again with them because <laughs> yeah. they're, so, they're so natural together. Like I can only imagine that probably like on set, it's not hard for them at all. I actually saw a thing where she like, gave this great introduction to him accepting an award for uncut gems which i still haven't seen and um it was just so wonderful i swear like every time they're together there's tears um there's just laughter it's just so wonderful and um to see that it's still happening the friendship is still really strong it's just so nice to see and and it all began with this movie you know and it's oh that's so true yeah this is the origin. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the 90s were huge for Drew Barrymore. And, and probably to have her as like the leading lady, I mean, was a big deal, especially in an Adam Sandler movie. And I think you're just going to, I hope you like it. Yeah, I know. I hope you do too. You guys said 80s. And so I'm like, yeah, I'm in. It is so, okay, think um, never been kissed, Drew Barrymore scene, the prom. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> kind of. Okay. Like, just like. It's just that great with the outfits. Right. We talked, wait, we talked about, okay, we talked about, you know, Adam Sandler and what, you know, what are, what are like your like big Drew Barrymore highlights in her, in her film career to you yeah. from what you've seen? Uh, Poison Ivy. Have you guys what? ever seen that? No. That was one of, um, it must've been in the early, early like, 90s, maybe late 80s. That, though? Um, it's just like, it's like a Lolita type story. Um, she's friends with Sarah Gilbert. Oh, cool. Roseanne. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
and she's like the bad influence. It was like this weird trippy Ooh. movie, but it's like when I think of Drew Barrymore, I think of how like great of an actress she was at that like young age. Mm-hmm. What else? Oh, and I love Santa Clarita Diet. Oh, I've never, I've, I've never, never got to see that, that show. So hilarious. Um, and I, I haven't seen the final season. It like got canceled after the third season, which was sad. Yeah, but yeah, in terms of movies, like Charlie's Angels. Probably. Oh, yes. There we go. Definitely. I mean, I think our, you know, obviously me and Tracy, sisters, we watch movies like together all the obviously. time. Obviously. On repeat. So we know we were constantly watching Never Been Kissed also. Yes. And it was kind of around that time. I think a few years later. Yeah. So ha- seeing her in Wedding Singer and this, we didn't see her in the more dramatic roles. Yeah. We no. weren't really yep. familiar with that side of her. We were. It's all comedy. Yeah. It's all the comedy, the cute romance. Yeah. Uh, the romance stuff. stuff. I mean, like I love her in. Okay. So my favorites are probably, well, this is the top one, The Wedding Singer, because she's just so adorable in it. Yeah. She's very, very sweet. Um, and I'd have to say Fever Pitch. She's good in that she's one too. Such a, she's so good in that movie. And, and then, don't forget Riding, riding in Cars with Boys. Yes. Oh sorry. my gosh. That one. Yes. yes. I just watched that movie like I think the beginning of quarantine. Her and Brittany Murphy. And oh, I was like, perfect. oh my God. I saw it in a whole new light. Yes. Because being a mom. Because <laughs> um, I, I hadn't seen it since after having Davy, And I was just like, man, I feel her. Her. Like. That role was just so good in the storyline. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just so heartbreaking because she just like wants so much for her life and just sucks. Like I don't want to say kids ruin it because they don't. They don't. They don't. Davy, you don't ruin it. <laughs> it's just you know it's just harder and it pushes you more. To it challenges do it. you. Yeah, more, yeah, challenges. But just like Rami would say, you wouldn't wouldn't understand unless you're a mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's another fun fact. So, but yeah, I'm excited for you to watch this movie. Finally. Yeah. I'm still it's shocked. It's so good. And it's not, and it's a, it's a quick, quick flick. And it's just a movie that you can put on and like, just, just watch like, and just hear the funny stuff, you know, just like how we were watching Romeo and Michelle. Right. You're, so. you're, yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, what parts are really good. That yeah. You want to like sit down for, but it's a good background movie. It's also just, I don't know. It's definitely a movie you can rewatch. I feel like. Yeah. I mean, I hope you want to cool. watch yeah, it. Yeah, same. We'll see. I'll answer all these questions after the break. Okay, okay. I can't wait. Do we have to say those intros again? No. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone, where peanut gallery producer Rami is in the back trying to eat his late lunch and Tracy doesn't remember how to do the podcast. No, neither do I. We're all eating here. We're all, you know, having lunch. These flowers are amazing. Uh, as we're eating, I want to hear Alex's thoughts because she would not tell us when we watched oh, this movie last night. What? Tracy, did you get the dollar that was in your bag? Yes. Okay, cool. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Stop the podcast to ask about a dollar. So, Alex, what did you think? Okay, so I really enjoyed it. Yay! I was, like, cracking up. <laughs> I know. Also because, again, like, I love the 80s. So it was... um it was a good viewing. It much, gave it justice. Yeah, much better than um, I think 500 Days of Summer was the first movie that we did on the podcast that I w- was the first one that I hadn't seen. And I like I have a better reaction to The Wedding Singer than I did to 500 Days of Summer. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not as depressing, I yeah, feel like. Sure. Oh, I just love it so much. And I felt like, okay, I'm happy that we got to be together and watch it. 
because normally we don't get to we did the first couple of times but i was glad to watch this one with you because i mean we've seen it a billion times it's fun to see people's reaction especially when you would laugh at shit i'm like oh, she's liking it i think she's liking this movie i think she loves it <laughs> <laughs> okay so let's dive into like favorite we'll go to favorite scenes i have a few trace do you have any in mind but we'll ask alex first okay um i think with other viewings of this i will probably get like other favorite scenes but um the my favorite scene that i wrote down was like the airplane like duh oh like, so the ending of course i had to like choose that one i think specifically um the one where he's telling his story and everyone in first class and like billy idol like so hilarious um like everyone's all listening to him um i think that was so cute and this was so this movie came out in 98 oh wow and, <clears throat> yeah okay yeah it was um it was after like uh happy gilmore and billy madison but wow. this why did, why did i think it was before no, no I, so yeah. it was after this movie um i'm going into my imdb yes, db good. facts actually this wasn't an imdb fact it was um i looked it up because IMDb like failed me in facts this time. Oh bummer. This movie came out February thirteenth, nineteen ninety eight. So it was the oh, it was my a Valentine's God, movie. That's yeah, and Waterboy came out that November. It was two Adam Sandler movies in the same year. I'm telling you, he wow. was like fucking big in the nineties. Yeah, I think the Waterboy is my favorite Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> Legit, I feel like it is. It's it's always a tie between this one, The Wedding Singer, and one that not a lot of people like, uh, Little Nicky. But I the water boy i think i think the water boy is my favorite but damn i didn't know that yeah That's so insane. it was uh it was valentine's day movie um it came out number two in the box office it was beat by titanic oh uh, of course, course. and it, i mean okay so when did titanic come out apparently it was in theaters in 1998 yeah well it came out in 97 because if you know won all those oscars so oh, it wow. probably came out like november december I feel it didn't like. come out in April, like that would make sense. April fifteenth. <clears throat> How do you know the date that the Titanic? It's my dad's birthday. Oh wow! Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. The the yeah. I'm like that's such a specific date to remember. Yeah, it's because like on Tracy's birthday, what they were they were on together? the ship. Yeah, no, that was together. probably the fourteenth. Anyway, I don't know. <laughs> the sink. The ship was sinking. Right. On the 15th? on the fourteenth. On the fourteenth well, at like in the very early in the morning, and then. They all died on April 15th. So depressing. Sorry. So the wedding singer. Yeah. My favorite scene was the airplane scene. I think I like watching movies like this that like nowadays when you fly, like I usually fly Southwest, not sponsored, um, but please sponsor me Southwest. I love you. Um, So there's no like first class. It's just all like one Southwest. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't. Um. I, I don't know what it looks like to be in first class. And it looks so fun. Even in like coach or economy or whatever, um, Julia and Glenn were in. Like that looked super spacious. There was only two seats. Yeah, I've been in a big plane and it was on to Vegas. Actually, it was an American Airlines plane and it had a shitload of seats like that. I wonder it probably had a first class, but I don't think it had stairs in it. <laughs> like that was like wild. Yeah, their first class is goals for first class for me. I feel like, was that first class in the 80s? What? Yeah, I guess, because this was 1985. Yeah. Going back to Titanic, I don't mean to go, but it came out in November. We've all seen Titanic, Lauren. This is called Never Seen It. Yes, I know. I'm <laughs> just, just shocked because, like, if it was second in Titanic. Yeah, they probably did a re-release for Valentine's Day. They because probably They did. were, like, 
even before the Oscars too. Yeah. Um, because usually that's what they do with really big movies. Because it looks like it came out like a little, like kind of like a week before Christmas. Anyway, so I think that's just really cool that um, it did. It kind of probably didn't really stand a chance, but it still did really well, and that's awesome. Oh yeah, it did do well. I think because of um, people who were already Adam Sandler fans from either like SNL or from Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore, I think that really set him up well to go into The Wedding Singer um, and like get a good box office out of it, even though it is it's so different from I've never seen Happy Gilmore, but like from Billy Madison, it's so different. Oh, it's so like, yeah, that's kind of like we were saying, like, it's stupid, funny, but it's like. It ha- this one this it's different yeah kind of like click click that's that's a random no i've that's never really- seen that one oh but it's so- I, i've heard like, that it's really sad yeah you cry a lot and it's insane i remember seeing in theaters just like crying my eyes out which is so weird to me that he was that he's able to do that like make stupid shit and then make movies like real and you know even when when he, with his work and like punch drunk love when paul thomas anderson was like i really want to make a movie with you and they made that one you know, it was it. He has so much range; it's just insane. Yeah, which I think is like hurts more that he didn't get the recognition he deserved for Uncut Gems. Yeah, everyone like believes that he should have gotten more from that movie. Like that was just not cool. Oh my god! I don't know. I'm just looking at his like you know filmography. It's just I insane. just looked at it too. Seeing, I forgot about Airheads. I freaking love that movie. Never Adam Sandler, I love you. It is. I forgot about Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> oh, that's Davy's favorite movie. Oh yes. <laughs> she what did she say? That line all the time. I don't say blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah, I think all like Hotel Transylvania one, two, and three are all like so cute. I think I like the third one because they're, they're the on best. a cruise. It's all yes. Like, it's all summer vacation. It's so that one is awesome. I feel like it, it was kind of the turning point. The Wedding Singer. Looking at everything he made before, it's real silly, funny. But this one started to make those movies like, you know, even Big Daddy. It's got stupid moments, but that movie has a lot of heart, like, towards the end. And then, you know, same with, like, um, I don't know what it is. Like, The Water Boy's stupid, funny, but it has a little heart in it. Mr. Deeds is really good, too. Anchor I Management. forgot about Mr. Deeds. Oh, I love that one. You know a movie that I really like that nobody likes is Spanglish. I love that. Movie. Okay, we like that movie. Not a lot of people do, and I think that a lot was, of people hate on it. But he's so good in that movie. He is, and I think it just it didn't work well. It was supposed. It's a James L. Brooks movie, and he he's kind of like an Oscar person because he made as good as it gets. You know, so I think that he was kind of trying to go for that again. Like, I think he does try to go into those roles to be recognized. One day he will. I really thought it was going to be for Uncut Gems, but I guess not. Any other scenes that popped up to you that you kind of remember? So I like the scene where Julia is trying on her wedding dress and looking in the mirror. And like my <laughs> I Mrs. Glenn Coolia, <laughs> Julia Coolia, which I forgot about that. Um, I had heard about like her name before, but um, I think my favorite scene is where she's like, I'm Mrs. Robbie Hart. And I'm like, <laughs> that's my favorite scene, too. Yeah. It's so sad how he's staring at her up in the window. And it's like, yeah, I was like classic cinematic misunderstanding. I know. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's become one of my favorite scenes. It's just really nice. And it's just ugh. even when he's at the bar, he's like, yeah, because you like her. He's like, no, man, I'm in love with her. And I'm like, oh, my God. I know the kiss scene is real iconic mm, a little yes. bit. Yes. 
um church tongue yeah church tongue <laughs> is a thing i um, totally agree with that ever since this movie i thought about that on my wedding day it'll be the same church tongue church tongue not porno tongue not porno tongue <laughs> church tongue because you know you just want to i just hope that in that moment i'm not super nervous and i don't just like okay it's over like i want to remember it tracy what's your favorite scene I love the whole montage of them like getting stuff for her wedding. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's real like, cute. Going everywhere, trying the cake. <laughs> that's <laughs> the best. With a very famous Hollow yeah. Note song. Yes. That's probably yeah, because you know they're falling in love and everything. That's probably one of the top. But also, just the freaking beginning <laughs> is amazing because no, I, I love I so the wedding. Like he's so happy. It's just such an awesome wedding. That's wedding goals, like I said when we were watching it. Yeah, it has a lot of moments like with the baby and no pants. Yeah. And <laughs> it was, it was, everyone just Everybody's dancing. drunk. Yeah, drunk. He Giving says, kids drinks. Yes. <laughs> it's just such a a perfect wedding. Like That is legit what would happen at a Mexican wedding anyway. Yeah, a lot more crazier stuff happens. The, uh, the first like thing that I noticed that I wrote down was like the wedding cake. I'm like, do you guys remember? So because like my aunt has done wedding cakes like my entire life, I remember like when she would do the cakes that had like the fountains in them. Oh, yeah. And there was a cake later on, um, I think at the red wedding where it had the staircase from one tier to the next. Oh, yeah. I was like, I remember these cakes. I remember like always. I wonder if they still do that. uh, I'm sure like my Tia Patty has like the fountain somewhere (laughs) and like the columns and like setting it up. Um. Like when cakes weren't stacked on top of each other, like yeah. just just stacked, you had to put like the Roman columns to hold them up. Oh yes, man, I would totally be okay with the wedding cake like that. It's just old school nineties. I'll make my whole wedding old school nineties, like I'm getting married with the like puffy wedding yes. dress. Yeah, everybody needs very to showy. Wear. You mean everybody has to have puffy sleeves, and the guys have to have ruffles on their shirts. Oh my god! <laughs> Actually, no, Lauren already knows. I've talked about this. My wedding is going to be very classy. So classy, no one can wear jeans. I've already said this. Oh, my God. So then it's not a Mexican wedding. It if really you, isn't. If you don't wear button-down jeans and boots, Rami can't go. Yeah, we already say that I'm not Mexican, so might as well have a white wedding. Oh, white wedding. Billy Idol. Well. Speaking of white wedding, Billy Idol, do you guys, like, really set up the music in this? Um <laughs> Yeah. Like, well, I loved it. Yeah, I was trying to think of, like, my favorite songs in the movie. I have a couple, and it's, there's just so many. This song, like, I want, I'm sure there's a list out there that has all the songs. Yeah, this, uh, the soundtrack came out in two volumes. So oh, wow. part of it were the songs, like, the original songs, and I think it also included, like, the cast recordings of them. So, like, Steve Buscemi singing at the end, Aww. and um, John Levitt's. I yeah. think that's his name. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that scene, too. He's losing his mind. Yeah. And I'm reaping all the benefits. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good quote. Right that is there. such a good quote. Um, the one oh, I was. <laughs> yes, I see it. Lauren, the... you okay, so something I love. He has a lot of famous yelling. Yes. 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 Like, should have yeah. been brought to my attention yesterday. Right. He's so good at yelling. Yes. But my favorite is, and I quote it with Eric all the time. Hey, buddy, I'm not paying you to hear your thoughts on life. I'm paying you to sing. And he's just like, 
Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you want to listen to every damn word I have to say. <laughs> that was, like, uh, comparing this to, like, Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison. I was going to say Happy Madison. Um, Adam Sandler, I think, in this movie was able to switch from those and like not be too silly but still bring like his adam sandlerisms which yes. one of them is like the way he delivers lines and i don't think it was it was like the perfect balance it wasn't like too much but he didn't do it like just one or two times it was like hilarious and so one of mine was like when he's like breaking down at that red wedding um, <laughs> oh my gosh like you're calling it the red wedding i know <laughs> the red pretty wedding. much ended the same <laughs> game of thrones yeah <laughs> Uh, well, it's because I was like, is red your theme? Like, everything was red. Yeah. It was everywhere. Um, it's, it's, the camera's not on him. It's him in the background when he's singing and he's like, uh, he sings, I'm a loser. Oh my God. And I just love the delivery. I, I think that whole part too, and just the way he's just yelling at the guy. And yeah. Like yeah. that, that's, that whole part is awesome. You know, when when I first saw this movie as a child, I thought he made that song on the spot. I did not know that's an actual song. Love Stinks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that was an actual song until way later. So I thought he made it up on the spot. And also, so my brother didn't think that he actually sang, but no, he's like... Yeah, he's a good singer. Really good singer. I guess because I'm used to, like, seeing his SNL sketches and how, like, when he sings, it's kind of silly. But he does have, like, a really good voice. Yeah. Um, okay. This I tried to make sure what I should have taken notes of is the parts that Alex laughed. But okay, so here was one. I'm just looking over, like you know, looking at quotes, and I I love that you laughed at when he's talking to the guy at the bank who's played by Kevin Nealon. Oh. He's like, "No, sir, I have no experience, but I'm a big fan of money. I like it. I use it. I have a little. I have a little. <laughs> I keep it in a jar atop my refrigerator. I like to put more in that jar. That's where you come in." <laughs> You like that part? I was like, what the yeah, I laughed so hard at the. I have a little. <laughs> <laughs> it was so shitty that she was like, "Oh, like, okay, back to like Linda." Did you expect that? Because you were kind of thinking it was different. Did you expect him to be like left at the altar and all that? I think like as I was watching it, I started remembering more that I knew about it, and so I wrote down like, "Why would you wait until the day of your wedding?" Oh hell no! I could not I do know. that either. You've been talking to your That's friends. So like, up. come on, yeah. Mike. You didn't make this decision earlier. Exactly. Like, do you know how much so time and planning? And you're the bride. I mean, like, thinking about it realistically, you couldn't do that because most most couples pay for their own wedding. And no, I would be yeah. like, oh, my God, I'm going to lose all this money because, like, deposits and all that. And, like, it's already here. So what if you, like... But that is a very dramatic thing to do. Like, I've thought about that. Would I run like, out yeah, of my wedding? Like, yeah, you pay for everything. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking about that. I was like, But, like, then when gone. would you decide? So Tracy's like, oh, this, like, deposit. So if you, once <laughs> I, you put down a deposit, you're like, what if by the time between putting down a deposit and the wedding date, <laughs> you figure out that you don't want to be with them, but it, you're, you've you're pushed stuck. your deadline up and you're like, no, I've already given a deposit. Like, it might not be the wedding day, but it might as well be because I paid for everything. So I'm going to stay unhappy. I hate to say this on the pod, but I doubt she'll listen. My mother, okay? I think about my mother all the time when it comes to wedding days. So my mom's wedding day, her first marriage with my dad, before she went down down the aisle, she thought, but do I really want to get married? And 
her instinct was, well, I could always get divorced. Yeah. So, and, like, and oh, they did. Oh, well. Um, 16 years later. If this doesn't work out, we'll get a divorce. <laughs> we'll get a divorce. <laughs> like, nonchalant. Like, it's so funny that they thought of that in the 80s. Because, like, that wasn't very common. But, yeah, she just thought, it's okay, I'll get divorced. Well, they were really young. <laughs> and I, I want to say they got married. This pod. I think they got married in 85. I yeah, really, they um, did get married yeah, in 85. That's what I'm saying. Good, a good year. And mom had the iconic wedding, too, with the sleeves and everything. Yeah, my mom's wedding was. dress is all puffy, too. I mean, that's so common now, too. Like, people get married. They're like, whatever, just get married. And they're not even married for, like, six months, and they get divorced. So much it happens. money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A lot of money wasted. Like, so, like, my, don't what waste of, their time. One of my best friends got married this past summer, and um, I, I wasn't able to attend the wedding. I'm very upset about that. Move, move on. Um, but like hearing the stories after of like her, she was so chill and her husband was the one who was like not bridezilla, but he was like super anxious. He was stressed oh. out. Yeah. And time. I guess I told him, I'm like, well, like in like for Mexican Americans, we have quinceañeras. And I'm like, that's, that's legit though. Like <laughs> dress rehearsal for your wedding. Yes, it truly yeah. is. And it so really prepares you for I it. think that's why, like Gabby wasn't freaking out because she'd gone through the whole thing of with her quince. And I'm like, God, this is like, yeah. Weddings are just like quince 2.0. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I agree. You've already prepared for it because you've already had a huge party before. Yeah. And so now, you know, like, Oh, this could, okay, gotta, this could happen. Yeah. These problems can arise, but I know what to do. Like I'm joking. <laughs> I learned from your mistakes from yes, all the planning too. Exactly. You're like, like oh, oh, don't waste money on this. Exactly. Don't mm-hmm. do this. So, would you guys have a wedding singer or a DJ? Oh my god, I was thinking about during that during the movie too. Like, do they even have those anymore? Well, I know they, they, have, they bands. have they have bands. Like, yeah, and they play their own music. They don't really do covers. Like, that's kind of rare. Well, so I kept thinking of the Spasmatics. Oh yeah, oh, I doubt the Spasmatics would do like I a wedding. Know. Um, that'd be amazing. But yeah, they're like an '80s cover band that's like really huge. I think they're, um, well, the Spasmatics. The ones who are based here in Austin go down to um, like South Texas all the time. But there's like spasmatics in like Las Vegas also. Like oh, they're wow. they're not just I thought it was just an Austin thing, but apparently it's not. But anyways, yeah, they do 80s and we love them. Like any chance we get to see them before the pandemic at like they have like at a I want to say. I keep wanting to say Brewster Street. What is that like? Well, so oh. Brewster Street, they, I feel like they have a contract yeah, with have, them. Yeah. Because it's an ice house. That's, yes. I'm like, how do I explain Brewster Street to someone who doesn't know what Brewster Street <laughs> is? It's like this outdoor restaurant type yeah. venue thing. And then the Spasmatics also would do like baseball games um, for like our minor leagues. I've never seen them. Oh, it's you've never seen, oh my God. I've seen no. them like twice. They would like, I always I, yeah. want to see them and I never, I I never get the chance. It's really fun because, like, of course, all the moms are, uh, like, excited about the 80s yeah. music. But then, like, you have a bunch of young people who, because they're all classic 80s that they sing. Um, and then my best friend had a band and a DJ. So she had a Selena cover band from Austin travel down. Oh, um, wow. But they, because it was such a long travel, they could only play for, like, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think I would get a Selena, <laughs> a Selena oh, cover totally. band. totally. Okay, this is gonna sound super bougie of me, but I would get both. Right, like I, mean, I would want a DJ and I would want a band to play just like a few songs, you know? Like it's still cool. I know it sounds super spoiled. Well, good luck yeah. to my Sorry, it's like dubbed into uh, us Andrew. talking about wedding, <laughs> wedding planning. But 
So yeah, <laughs> wedding singer movie type. Um, I wish that Alexis Arquette had a bigger role. Yeah, same. Because she was hilarious. Definitely. She even made an appearance in Blended. Very small. Yeah, I, I read that. I, I thought that was so sweet because when she came out in that in the end of that movie, I was like, oh, my God. Um, yeah, that Culture Club song. My God. <laughs> I, I mean, every time she would go up and sing that song. I don't know why everyone's like annoyed of it. I'm like, did people not like Culture Club back then? Did people think Boy George was super weird? Maybe. Yeah, probably. probably. Yeah. They weren't into it yet. Yeah. yeah. And I think also like it was a. Uh, like a downer type of yes. song to sing at a wedding. It was so downer. funny when like they just start playing the song over again. Because <laughs> yeah. yes, he doesn't know what he Robbie isn't back. <laughs> and then in the at the bar mitzvah, it's like he doesn't even sing the solo in the beginning. And they just go, bam, bam, just go right into the yeah. song. Like we're not going to go. <laughs> so, uh, okay. So I noticed that barely this time around seeing it too. So usually bands like that, they're like, we're going to take a break because like, dude we're out of breath and we need to take a break yeah <laughs> and like eat the free food or whatever right but um so i thought that was pretty strange that the right the band didn't take a break it was just him like realistically that wouldn't happen it would be all of them and they'd like put the stereo on <laughs> oh yeah also yeah. at the bar mitzvah i was like is that the kid from matilda it is it oh is, my goodness yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit he's my hero in matilda because he gets to eat all the chocolate cake oh yeah <laughs> i was trying to remember what kid he was I thought it was that. I also like that scene too. That 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 part's all just so funny. Yes. and it's real. And like I, I noticing the way she looks at him the whole time. I'm yes. like, oh my god. You can tell there's love. Yeah, we haven't really talked about Drew Barrymore. She's so cute. I've already said that. I said that at the beginning. Different kind of character. You like forget it's her. You know what I mean? I guess so. Like it's a different. Uh, what like character that she's played? But I mean, she plays it so well. Like I said in. The beginning of the podcast, she's they've got perfect chemistry. Yeah, when did Never Been Kissed come out? Um, I'd have to look at that. I want to say it came out the year after. Um, I want to say it came out the year after because it was ninety nine, or maybe it was the same year. Actually, now that I think about it. Alrighty, well here we go. Okay, so she did the Wedding Singer, and then she did Never Been Kissed in ninety nine. So oh, it was okay. after. Yeah. Then I think this, like, I could really tell that this was a, I felt like it was close to Never Been Kissed, um, but that, like, it came out before, I like which is exactly what happened. But, yeah, I, I liked her in this. <laughs> Davey Dave, wants to be the wedding singer. Um, yeah, something I wanted to bring up about her character. I mean, remember how he's like, Oh, yeah, you're into material shit, right? Which was oh, fucked up. Yes. Like, she really wasn't. She was such no. a wonderful girlfriend. And super down-to-earth character. Yeah, like, she was just super sweet. And it made me wonder, like, how did her and Glenn get together? Yeah, I agree. What, it, he said it was six years. Wow, Glenn six was, years. Glenn was like, she's been with me for six years. Might as well give her something. And I'm like, you Ooh, suck. Yes, he tells a friend that. I forgot about that. No, he, tell, he tells Robbie that. Yeah, he tells Rob. I can't believe he just tells him all that shit. But I know, stupid. knowing that that's her friend. Like, yeah. that's the dumbest thing you could do. <laughs> You're a terrible person. Yeah. He even invited him into the, like, bachelor party. And I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, so you're friends? You're friends now, yeah. Yeah, so, okay, so they were together for six years and engaged for two, which is kind of a long time. Yeah. So one of the IMDb facts that I read was that the costumer, um, this was, I think, her first, I want to say first American film, because I think 
she wasn't from the u.s um and so like of course there were the over the top 80s ones like julia's friend but drew barrymore was dressed more like 90s grunge and i she was i it kind of like took me out of it for a minute because i i noticed i was like how come she's just more like like it's it was so funny seeing her like next to her friend who was completely madonna'd out Oh, I know. She had probably the best costumes in this movie, like the best style. Not the jacket. Oh, it's so cold. <laughs> Technical producer Rami Garza is putting a cold pack. cold pack that a weight on my neck. God dang. I want to wear this outside. Yeah, that'd be perfect for everybody who has to work outside. Real MVPs what during is this, this pandemic. Yes. <laughs> what is the weight supposed to do? Um, Like... So I sleep with a weighted blanket. It's 20 pounds. I love it. Um, it's supposed to like, for people who are anxious, it's supposed to simulate like hugging. Oh. Anyways. Oh, okay. No, like I I, agree. I noticed that about her boots and stuff. And um, I'm like, wow. I mean, I, I was kind of like wondering, is this the 80s? Like, is this kind of what girls would wear? I didn't really know. Oh, I know. I love all of her outfits throughout the movie. Uh, oh, the jacket. The Robbie's friend with his jacket. Oh my god, the thriller jacket? <laughs> yes, that was perfect. <laughs> Sammy is another one of my favorite characters in this movie because he comes off as he's like he's this player and he's just really Yeah, not. and then he ends up being just like a total sweetheart. And that he hooks up with Christine Taylor. I kind of like that. Marsha Brady? Yes, the- yeah, and those Marcia, parody Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. I have to say it. <laughs> and was married to Ben Stiller for like ever. Yeah. Alex, were you mad when Linda was like trying to come back yes but i love the song that played oh god oh, I know. yes <laughs> the space. that is perfect yeah that that song how soon is now is it's really good it's becoming I, one of my favorite songs by them for some reason i love the line of him saying to get out of his van halen shirt because they're gonna break up and they did, <laughs> they did. <laughs> it didn't end well for van halen unfortunately yeah you're gonna jinx it and they're gonna break up. there was a lot of 80s references a lot to like the miami vice because mm-hmm. that's kind of like what glenn was like kind of looked like and um i don't know there i just appreciated all those little things him teaching how to that old man to moonwalk in the bar <laughs> like there's just like so many little things that um that worked and it was just and it's just so funny kind of brings that 80s thing back to life while also not making fun of it but just cha- like like cherishing it and definitely brings back a lot of nostalgia to the 80s yeah i was uh i looked up like who the director was and who the writers were and they're oh, okay like they're dudes who have worked with adam sandler on other projects so i guess they're like a team that he looks to um for a lot of his films and then i like came across this IMDb fact that Carrie Fisher was an uncredited writer on the script. And so that's why I started doing more like Google searches into that and what that meant. She was this thing called a script doctor in uh, in Hollywood. And so she like essentially there are apparently this is something that happens in like a lot of movies in Hollywood that they'll bring in well-known like writers or directors to look at a script and maybe rewrite it add some things but they do it uncredited um and so carrie fisher has done that with like star wars she did it with the prequels and she's done it with a lot of other movies um last american hero the wedding singer was one of them that she came in and she um really fleshed out julia's character for them oh wow so that it could i think that's why this is like 
so different from other Adam Sandler movies at the time um, yeah. and why it resonated. I think this resonates with like both like people who are looking for a rom-com, but people who are really Adam Sandler fans at the time yes. um, for that like stupid comedy. And I think Carrie Fisher, um, RIP Princess Leia. I always have to bring Star Wars into the podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, she she's the one who like came in and just found a knack for. Yeah. Like really bringing what they said was like bringing heart into the script. Yeah. And wow. really bringing out the, the point of the storyline. Yeah. Well, good job, Carrie. Wow. That's cool. So, Alex. What's up? Would you watch it again? Yeah, I definitely would. <gasps> Yay. I'm good. Glad. It is a movie you can have on again. Well, we purchased it, so you can watch it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we could skip the renter buy because we had to buy. Yeah, we did have to buy it, but it was That's not okay. like an upsetting buy. No. Um, but would you purchase this like on DVD, you think? Is this something you would have in your collection? Um, if there was commentary, which I've talked about before uh-huh. in the podcast, that if you have commentary on a DVD, I will buy it. Especially if the commentary is by the actors. Mm-hmm. Um. And so, yeah, if there's like a DVD version of this out there that has commentary with Adam Sandler. Oh, my God. I'd oh, love my that. God. That'd probably be super yeah, fun to it. listen to. I always forget about those. Those are like I the best. I love commentary. Yeah. Especially with movies like, you know, we've seen this a million times. Yeah. Like, it'd be great to watch and hear their thoughts of during like behind the scenes stuff. I love hearing that. Yeah. Uh, so I love also looking up like, what did this movie win? Yeah. yeah. Um, This movie won... Two Kids Choice Awards blimps. Oh, wow. For um, actor and actress. So Adam and Drew Aww. got blimps. So people just fell in love with them after this. Yeah. yeah. They also won um, the MTV Movie Award for Best Kiss. I had a feeling it was like nominated or something because those were like huge deals back then. Like the Best Kiss Award. Yeah. Um, those are the thing. Yeah. That was definitely a big thing. 90s, early 2000s. But yeah, um, that's interesting. I didn't even know that. Yeah, I found it interesting that um, they were up for Kids' Choice Awards. What is this movie rated? It's PG-13, I want to say. I don't think it's rated R. Yeah, no. I'm like, is it either PG or PG-13? Yeah, it's PG-13. It's only an hour and a half. It's not, It's not. again, it's not yeah. a yeah. movie. Yeah, that's why I was like, we can do a real quick. I, I, this was like an emergency podcast because like we really wanted you to see this movie. Yes. Like, would you recommend this movie to someone else? Yes, I would. Really? Yeah. So I, um, again, I love the 80s, um, 80, like 80s music. And so I've seen Take Me Home Tonight with Topher Grace. And I, I love that movie so much Yeah. Uh, just because of the setting of it. And so I yeah. think that's why I liked this movie a lot, too. And like Tracy said, it really was a quick watch. Um, I feel like the ending just like went, happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, would you see this in theaters? Like, say if we were doing like a like a like they were showing it at the draft house, would you go? Yeah, movie party. Oh my god, yes. I would love that. I'm so excited. I that would you, do movie party. I'm excited that you just like this movie so much that you would actually pay money to go see <laughs> because it's so good. Like, I'm just I'm happy that you liked it. Um, so you're I would say you're glad you you saw it. Yeah, there are movies like this that I would love to watch at movie parties again please alamo draft house figure out how to make them again because oh. I, I miss them so much i know um because especially if it's i think it's if it's like a rom-com or something like feel good like this mm-hmm. that it's fun to watch with other people i don't think i would have had as much fun watching this alone if you guys weren't here yeah definitely um, 
It's a movie to talk through, but still enjoy. Yeah. And to like point out the fun things. And Alamo Drafthouse always does really fun movie parties with like the props and things. Um, what would be the three props? Go. Oh, I don't know. Probably a popper. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, they always do confetti poppers. Yeah. Um, oh, for kiss. Like when they kiss, maybe. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Another one, though. Rice. I'm thinking of just like wedding, right. wedding, just wedding stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, they would definitely have like some kind of wedding cake on the menu. Maybe. Yeah. Yes. That'd be super fun. Maybe it wouldn't be a movie party as much as like a sing along. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. I think they, they would probably like advertise more of the songs than. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like I wonder if they've done this movie. Like I, I wouldn't I be surprised if they yeah. did. They took a while to do Mean Girls. Oh, God. Oh, wow. And that one's just like. Very line worthy. Everybody talks about it. Yeah, that one did have a confetti popper in it for when Regina George gets run over. Um, <laughs> it had the tiara, of course. I can't remember what the third thing was. But yeah, what would be a third thing for the wedding singer? I feel like a microphone, like a toy microphone. Or something. Yeah. yeah. That'd be kind of yeah. cute. I don't know what else, but. Yeah, I think a toy microphone. That would be fun. Popper for your favorite kiss. Yeah. Um, which is obvious. <laughs> it's Jen. Uh, Jen. What a, it's Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn Gulia. Yeah. He was awful. God. Like her name's going to be Julia Gulia. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's so dumb. <gasps> Special Someone's guest. Here. If you say one more word, I'm going to strangle you with my microphone wire. <laughs> Hi. I was Hi. like, who is it going to be? Remy wouldn't say. <laughs> I knew it was Angel. Hello. Hi, Angel. We can cut this out of the podcast. Sorry. <laughs> We're almost done. Okay. What's the last question? No, actually, those are pretty much all the questions that we've covered it. Cool. Yes. Rewatch. Have already bought. <laughs> Have already bought. Yes. Love all the 80s fashion, music, references. Everything. Love the feel goodness. Um, love Drew and Adam. Love everything. Love the wedding cakes. Yes. Love George. Awesome. I'm yeah. glad you saw it. For real. Yeah, when you guys found out that I hadn't seen it, you like flipped. You're like, we have to watch this now. We freaked out for yes, good reasons. For good reasons, yeah. If you made it this far into the podcast, thank you so much for listening to the show. Please like, subscribe, follow, do all those things on our social media pages at Never Seen It Texas. That's S-C-E-N-E and then T-X. And give us your feedback or maybe even a film recommendation. I want to thank Tracy and Alex for joining me today. And I want to give a huge shout out to our technical producer, Rami Garza, and our social media coordinator slash stage manager, Alejandra Garza, who makes this podcast possible. All right, guys. Well, until next time, let's just cut the stupid cake because I know the fat guy is going to have a heart attack if we don't eat again soon. <laughs> oh, man, that's so messed up.